0: Hello SEO 101 listeners, WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101, SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session.
0: Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host, is John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital. Johnny,
2: how was so your is trip? It, is it nice to have a co-host back? It is. <laughs> I well, know well, Brasco
0: but, did a great job, so you know you almost got replaced here.
2: Uh, I'm gonna have to listen because I heard it was an impression to me. So <laughs> Yes. See, that was the best part. Brasco rocked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen and decide whether I want to harass him or not. <laughs>
0: no, he did a great job, and I was really appreciative of his help there. But uh, Yeah, it was, it was
2: a, I, I apologize for not being in there. You know how work goes sometimes. Sometimes you don't have a chance to, to break away.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I could have done the same. It's just, yeah, I just, in my case, I didn't have quite the press load, and I felt horrible for our poor listeners here. We've had lots of breaks, so glad we kept you going.
2: So, um, so if, if any of the listeners enjoyed the show with Ross, just write on our Google Plus page anything you need clarification on, and I'll take care of it. <laughs>
0: <Ouch>. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. yeah, that. i didn't get, I didn't get any digs last last time because I wasn't there, so I had to get him in and right up front this time. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, so where do we want to start here? We got lots to talk about. Uh,
0: do you want to start with some news? or do you want to start with some questions. Anything?
2: Um, we got a ton of questions, and, and I'm so happy with our Plus community. The, Everybody just rocks in there. Lots of questions, lots of conversations. It's wonderful. And we know we're successful because we're getting five or six or seven new spam posts every day now. So (laughs) it must mean that we're successful. Yes. (laughs) And the great thing about Google Plus is they they do do a really good job at identifying them. And so the community members don't even see them because they're blocked until we either approve them or delete them. So it's it's really good.
0: Yeah, it is good. That's one of the really superior aspects of uh, Google Plus communities. I'm so happy for it. Yeah.
2: All right. You name it. Pick the question. So so we have a, a new pretty regular contributor to the Google Plus um, community, um, oh. Mark Taylor. I, I sh- you- I'm
0: sorry. I should cut you off there. I uh, forgot to cross that one out. We did talk about the Pingdom one last time, so let's jump to another well, one.
2: Well, he has yet another question down below that I was actually going for, so... Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it, it's, it's an interesting question, too, because there's, there's, there's a lot of things to think about when you're talking about this. question is, are RSS, RSS syndication sites a good or bad idea? If good, who would you recommend to use and avoid? So first, probably this, we should probably define what an RSS syndication site is. because you, you talk about RSS feeds in a lot of different ways.
1: and you
2: know I know as a newspaper, you know, we publish a lot of newspaper news. we syndicate a lot of our content. We use a lot of syndicated content. and and using syndicated content may or may not be bad depending on how you do it technically. So I, but I don't think that's what he's talking about, just the use of RSS feeds and syndicated content. What he's talking about is creating a site that is specifically and only uses syndicated content. Did you get that from that question, Ross? That's, that's how I took it.
0: Hmm. No, you know, I didn't. I actually got, um, I thought you meant aggregation sites where you can add your, your RSS feed. Um, okay. And again, that, that's maybe a, a leap as well.
2: <laughs> so so let's, let's, let's talk about both those and maybe he can he can clarify um, on the Google Plus page in the comments of that. So... There's two different things that we're going to talk about then. The one is if you use RSS syndicated feeds to populate a site and you use that content specifically, um, and then Ross, yours was what? Aggregation
0: sites. You know, there's directories and such where you can submit your RSS feed, um, and it's it's just a way for aggregators to find your RSS feeds easier, uh, people to find them for content, etc.
2: Okay. So... Um, and, and the more I look at this, the more you're probably, I think you're probably correct. That's what he's asking. Um, so so go ahead and, and talk about that, and then I'll talk about the other one. Well, what it really comes down to, I mean, those those
0: aggregation sites like that came about, or, or, or essentially RSS directories came about because syndication used to be hot. I mean, it used to be one of those things where if you could get your article found elsewhere, you got links. It doesn't happen so much now. Um You know, if someone posts or is an RSS based site and all they're doing is showing syndicated content, they're not going to do that well in rankings. They've got they've it's it's one of those things that um, really isn't going to give you a lot of bang for your buck. So I don't focus on them. I don't even tell a single client to go and use them. Um, They're kind of a bygone era. Uh, Then again, if if you've got the kind of content that you just want to get out there everywhere, maybe God forbid, maybe you're an affiliate site. Um, and you just want people to be able to see the advertisement or see the content, uh, you, there's nothing wrong with it. You just know that there's no benefit from a search perspective um, short of potentially getting yourself into trouble over time uh, or at least those links being devalued completely.
2: Yeah, and, and I think you're absolutely right. These sites came about because of people trying to find ways to automate link building. And a lot of sites like, that published from these, these seed these uh, RSS syndication sites, are publishing nothing but the RSS feeds and the content from these feeds. And those kind of sites that have no unique, original, valuable content are not going to do well. And If the site's not going to do well, then the link that's on that site doesn't provide any value to you anyway. So you're absolutely right. This is a bygone era of things that, that may have had a benefit in the past. That today is just a waste of your time. There's much, much better things you can do with your time.
0: Cool. One for one. I'm right. Okay. Go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you're right all the time, except when oh, you're wrong. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So that was uh, Mark Taylor's question. Thank you, Mark. Uh, the next question comes from James Sparks. Why don't you take that away there? Oh, John?
2: So, um, sure. He, he posted this on our Google Plus community. Basically he says he has a pretty basic question that he wants some feedback on. Um, Do we believe that Google would penalize a backlink profile which has extremely high percentage of text links compared to other inbound links, images, video, et cetera? Um, Obviously, you want a diverse backlink profile because it looks more natural. Um, However, just because a site's backlink profile has all text um, isn't the reason for Google to to penalize the site. So basically, he's wanting to know We all know that you have to have a diversified backlink profile, but does that mean just from an anchor text standpoint or from a link type standpoint as well? And I think that's a pretty great question. Um, I personally think that it really depends on your niche and your vertical. It's not going to be the same answer for every site some sites are going to really attract a lot of links from images you know if it's an image-based site if you're a photography site you're going to have a lot more images linking to your site than you would if you were a um, poem site you know where you just to have a bunch of poems which is a really text-based medium so i think that there's not a straight cut you know a cut and dry answer other than just make it diversified as you know um, do you think what do you think ross yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head there. It's all
0: about the type of site and whether or not that site, in terms of its profile across the market, like your industry, it, does your industry have a lot of image links? It, you know, It's, it's kind of like, a, it, to be natural, it should be similar to what your, your competition has, if they're doing a natural profile, of course. Um, <laughs> that's the funny part. You never know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the, the point is, if, if it's the photography site, yes, you're going to have a lot of image links. Uh, there's going to be a certain mix that you're just going to have to get to know yourself. It's just, if it feels real, like what you're doing, it is. I mean, and really what it comes down to is link building. Um, This is one of my favorite things uh, uh, that um, the gypsy, David Harry says all the time. It's just, it's it's link interaction, not link building. So just stick to creating content that's going to get you the links. If you have to build links, don't worry so much about the mix, unless that is one hundred percent important to your niche. Does that make right. sense? I mean, it's so hard to give an exact yeah. answer. In some and, that.
2: Yeah, and, and I think one of the things to take from this question also is that a backlink profile that is not as as clean as you would like it to might not get you penalized, which is the word you used. But you think of your profile in terms of strength. If it's a weaker profile, your overall site's not going to do as well in the rankings, and that's not necessarily a penalty. That's an algorithmic, um, you know, ranking. So if you have a weaker backlink profile, you're not going to do well. If you have a stronger backlink profile, you're going to do much better. I wouldn't, I wouldn't characterize that as a penalty. Do yes. you agree, Ross?
0: Yeah, penalties thrown around too often these days. Absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, it's important not to think in that way. Algorithmic devaluing is one way to looking at it. Uh, there's just, there's so many different ways before an actual manual penalty has taken place. And uh, thank God. <laughs>
2: yeah. And, 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 and a lot of this algorithmic stuff, I wouldn't even consider, there are algorithmic penalties, penalties but it's, it's, it's hard to say, okay, this is a penalty versus this is something that you're just not ranking well because it's, you're not doing well in this area. Or this is a filter, like duplicate content is not a penalty, it's a filter. So there's, there's different ways to look at that. and, and Yeah, you're right, Ross. The, the word penalty gets thrown around so much that, that um, if scared, it's because SEOs like to scare people. A lot of the SEOs out there will try to scare someone into something so they can get business, but it's not really how it is. Penalties are not as common as other people would like you to think they are.
0: Well, it's also the easy way to put it. And the fact is it's, it's much more granular than that. There's more to it. Okay, well, I hope that, that helped you out there, James. Uh, now, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we got uh, 10 more questions and a little bit of news to share.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
3: Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com.
4: Learn more at www.infusionsoft.com slash radio. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
3: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom. On demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the Director of SEO and Social Media for Advanced Digital and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. Now we're going through a few questions, and thank you everyone for providing them. And the next one is from Adam, and I believe your last name is Adam Yamada Hanth? Hanth? I'm sorry. I'm not hitting that on the head, I'm sure, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've got a great question here about the about authorship. It is uh, I've added an author box, which includes the Relicals author link to my profile on all my websites. I've noticed that I've noticed, though, that Google doesn't always include a G+ picture in the SERPs, the search engine results. I run a car news site and notice that the same thing is happening to other writers. Can anyone tell me why this is and how, can I, how I can fix it? I want to ensure that my g profile appears for all articles and the main domain when being searched. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big question these days. So you're really on top of this stuff. I've been doing lots of research, too, but go for it, John.
2: Um, So well, I guess there's a couple things to keep in mind with this. One is you will never see the picture, your picture, show up twice in the same search result. So if you happen to have two pages of your site show up for the same search result, your Google Plus author photo will only show up once. It will not show on both of them. Um, So if that's part of the issue, if you're having more than one page show up, like if you're doing a brand search and you see your brand there's four or five pages listed, you're only going to see that author profile once. Um, the other thing is it doesn't always show up. There's, there's, it's, it's one of those things where sometimes there's enough strength in the, the authorship to, to show a picture and show some authorship results, and sometimes there's not. So it, it's really tied into the search query, what the, what the topic is, and the strength of your result tied to that. Um, you know, It's, it's an algorithm. It, it decides when and where it wants to show things, uh, basically via magic. So (laughs) we don't get to know. Well, and
0: and it's also about your credibility. It's not just that you've got a ranking. It's whether or not you have a ranking and you deserve that extra bit of credit. Um, uh, That's how I I look at it anyways. Well, well,
2: That's not exactly true yet, Ross, because while authorship has been implemented and does work, author rank, which is what I think you're talking about with the credit, is not implemented in Google. There is no author rank yet. Authorship yes author rank no so the credibility side of it doesn't play into these these at this time. It will at some point absolutely but currently it doesn't. Okay well what I
0: understood though was that there's a reason why they don't pick like if, if, if everyone in the same uh, page has authorship, they're gonna pick one or not one. Um, they may not show everyone's there. they may show only six of the ten. I've seen that anyway, uh, and that could be because there has to be a reason for it, right? and, that, and, yeah, and that's th- the only way point, I, can, I can assume, that it yeah, has to be
2: some kind of credibility. Yes, but at this point, it's the site's credibility and the site's relevancy to the search query, not the author's. Okay, right, okay, yep. well put, Okay.
0: Yes, semantics at this point, because really things are
2: being rolled out. And and it's interesting. Right now it's confusing enough when it's the site's credibility. Wait till author rank actually does kick in, and now we have to worry about the site's credibility tied to the author's credibility and the combination (laughs) of the two. (laughs) Then it's going to be fun.
0: (laughs) That's why we keep our show running. (laughs) Yes, Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> well, thank you, Adam. I, I hope we answered your question. And, and really when it comes down to it, I guess the, the key question here, John, is there anything he can do to improve his chances? Uh, Today it's,
2: it's build authority and build trust to your website and to the pages of your site. And, and really when you think about it, you know, every single search query, when Google evaluates the results, they look at three things in a, in a big picture scale. Is, um, and I love to, I love this because the acronym for the three things is ART. And one of my favorite SEO books is The Art of SEO, even though those guys don't use it as an acronym. But it's, it's an acronym. You need authority, relevancy, and trust. You increase those three things, and you've increased your potential and your, your, your organic rank experience. If you can increase the authority of your site, the relevancy of your content, and you, you have that trust factor that Google is not trying to screw with them or, or, or your users, you improve those, you'll, you'll improve your site's capabilities to, to rank well and to show the authorship. Nice. That's a good
0: way to remember it. Okay. Well, the next question here is um, <laughs> from Rick Young. Um, <laughs> he says, what's everyone's thought on link wheels? <laughs> now, John, I got to chuckle out of this because, and, and thank you, Rick. It's a good question. And frankly, the fact is that these are unfortunately still
2: around. And that's our point. Well, it's <laughs> well. One of the reasons I thought we should discuss this question is because I want to make sure people understand what link wheels are. Because this is mm-hmm. we're still an SEO one There's still a lot of people new to this, and link wheels Definitely. were big a few years ago and not as big now. So when people are talking about them, and they might call them a different name, and, and newer SEOs might think, "Oh, that's a great idea," but it's not. So do you want to do you want to describe what a link wheel is for everybody?
0: Honestly I never used them so what I my description may be a bit weak but when it comes down to it essentially it's a person not everyone link. it's, it's a way for people to reciprocate links without uh, how do you describe it you link to another site they link to another site then that person that they've linked to links to your site so there's no direct link back that shows that you're reciprocating exactly. it's 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 a wheel yeah. it's you, people are going around and it's 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 harder technically hmm at the time it was definitely, for Google to detect that this is a network because it looked authoritative. It looked like you were truly giving a link because you wanted to give a link. There was no reciprocation. The fact is they are being reciprocated because it's part of a, a link wheel or link network.
2: And, and link wheels can get very complex. So I, I've yes. seen people talk, and, and, but there's still, if you think about all the mathematicians and PhDs at Google trying to, to prevent you from doing things like this, you know, as soon as someone mentions one, then they figure out an algorithm to detect it. So as, as complex as they can get, there might be ten or different pe- ten people involved in this, and it's this crisscrossing every other way. And it looks on paper like it's really undetectable. It's there's patterns and it's detectable. Um, they don't work anymore. So my thought on link wheels is, do not do it. It's not going to help you, and it has a chance to hurt you. Yeah,
0: it, it's it's kind of a <laughs> My, the it's version whatever, 3.0, 2.0 of, of a system I used years ago um, back when, when I didn't know better, frankly. And it was a, uh, I called it the uh, uh, links, link map. And it would be a, a page that I provided to all my clients. And it was using includes to include uh, a list of links to other sites that were also part of mm-hmm. my client network. And it worked. I have to admit, it worked like a hot damn. I mean, at that time, but then Google was so basic then, and yep. Reciprocal Links worked well. But the fact is, um, it's it's like people just couldn't let it go, and they created more and more of these things. Once it was proven that that was not a good idea, um, mm-hmm. and they just kept reinventing it, making it better. And if you want to put it that way, um, sure, they kept it alive. But the fact is, they were gaming at that point, and, uh, yep. and it was
2: and that's one of the things that bugs me about our interesting our industry as a whole, and excuse me while I go on a rant here, uh, <laughs> is that there's some really good things that we can do to help people. And then there's parts of our industry that just take that and totally abuse it. And then all of a sudden, the, the good things we can do to help people are now neg- seen as negative by the engines, and now we can no longer use those to help people because our industry has, to, to, they, they abuse the heck out of this crap. And it just makes it difficult for the people that are trying to do right by their customers. It drives me crazy.
0: Well, the thing we got to be clear here is it's not necessarily our industry. It's people who own their own websites or maybe affiliates that do SEO. They're not in our industry, though.
2: Well, there's a lot of people in our industry that do it, too. Just well, that's lot. true. But I'm just yeah. saying that
0: there's a lot of the people who are offenders, I would say, are, are, are do-it-yourselfers that have learned how to do this stuff.
2: And I guess when you're right, when I say our industry, I'm just talking about SEO in general. And SEO is used by affiliate people, it's used by PR people, it's used by a bunch of different types of um, segments of marketers. And so I guess that's a good point, you know, Pre-ethical
0: markets. We'll call them pre-ethical markets.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. but So I'm getting down off my ramp, but that just drives me crazy.
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It, and That's the one thing we'll never get around. It's always going to be like that, it seems. And uh, that's because there's a lot of people that want to get rich easy, and they don't mind slashing and burning the website and starting fresh all the time, which I can't yeah. fathom.
2: People, I actually had a very interesting thought as, as I was driving into work this morning. I'm I'm driving down the highway, I drive down a pretty busy highway going into work every day, and the traffic stays at a pretty good pace, 65, 70 70 miles an hour, it's really good to get into work, but there's a lot of it. But I'm sure everybody's experienced this, where you're going through traffic and everybody's cooperating, but all of a sudden you get this one guy in his car who's like, he, there's the there's lane next to him, the car's going just a little bit faster, so he switches lanes. Well, it's down. he switches back, and then he switches over the third lane, just so he can like, make little jumps ahead and try to get past everybody else. But eventually what happens is he gets behind a truck that's going slow, and then he can't get over and, and he ends up slowing down and going behind everybody. He loses all the ground he made up because he got behind that big truck. Well, that reminded me of how black hats work. <laughs> because they take every little step, they try to cut everybody off and take every little advantage, but eventually they're going to hit this wall or this truck, and it's just going to bury them, and everybody's going to keep on moving past them because their techniques didn't work. And then you get the real aggressive ones that go back back, back and forth, and all of a sudden the cops pull them over, and it's Google smacking them the a stick, and they're not going anywhere for a long time. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a real interesting, as I'm driving into work, thinking about how... Rude drivers correlate to black hat. That's, that's my life, Ross. That's what I do all day.
0: <laughs> yes. yes, it pervades all aspects of our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As long as we don't get into talking about bowel movements, I think it's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, on that note, <laughs> let's take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll talk a bit of news.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess.
0: Ever wondered how
5: you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate display media or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing.
4: Join the thousands of search and social media marketers at one of the largest events of the year, SES San Francisco 2013, September 10th through the 13th. Learn more at sesconference.com. Check out daily meet the expert roundtables where you can take part in intimate and informative discussions with industry icons. Add over 70 sessions, a crowded expo floor, on-site training at the ClickZ Academy and WebmasterRadio.fm Search Bash, and you'll have SES San Francisco 2013. Best Search Strategies Where our hosts, Jamie Smith and Brian Lewis discuss state-of-the-art search strategies and tools to help search marketers increase conversion and lower costs Best Search Strategies On demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel only on webmasterradio.fm
1: Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by John Carcutt, the director of SEO and social media for Advanced Digital, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. So we got a bit of news we uh, came across. It's, it's actually a bit slow today, but uh, there's a few things that it came about. Um one of them was about content curation, and, and just to give everyone a, a little bit of heads up on what that is, it's essentially, uh, you know, at least this is my understanding of it, maybe there's a different way of looking at it that I'm sure John will bring up, but um, essentially, if you want to be the, say you're, you're a, a veteran of, <laughs> I always use cars, BMW, <laughs> um, <laughs> you love to collect BMWs, well, you create a website all, and you, you curate. Content, So you find great content about BMWs um, and about various ways of repairing the specific models and different years, And you create a site that's all de- pretty much developed around other people's content. There's nothing wrong with that, Matt Cutts says. It's, it's thumbs up. Of course, in the picture <laughs> of the article that this came from, he's, his classic thumbs up are sideways. He's, he's, <laughs> he's never going to give a full thumbs up because like anything, you can abuse it. And and in this case, though, I love content curation. I do it all the time myself. I think it's fun. Um, And and really, it's hard to find good content. So curation is important. In fact, the About.com network is all about curation.
2: Yep. And tell you what really also is good news is for sites like Reddit, because that's all that is, is content curation, where people bring in content, they talk about it, and discuss it, um, (laughs) which is, you know, I think that's great, too. Yeah, the relevance and necessarily the quality
0: is on us. <laughs> and bizarreness. Hey, hey, hey,
2: excuse me. That's one of our sites. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you guys own Reddit? Yeah, yeah. Our our, uh, our parent company owns Reddit as well. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you'd be nice.
0: Oh, <laughs> see, now you, you did not divulge until just then.
2: What? There was no <laughs> rules on our show that we have to say, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, no. I, so, <laughs> so even though that you you divulged about the whole uh, social media tips thing, you said it was yours. I mentioned it at once, not every show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Okay, okay, okay. Um, in any case, content curation is a good idea. I actually uh, I prefer it as one as a uh, uh, an actual tactic for content creation on anyone's website. You could pretty much be a lawyer. You can do anything, and there can be aspects of your site that provide content curation on a particular topic. And they re- they rarely do anything but well. I mean, if you've done a good job and found some real gold links, they get shared.
2: Hey, and, and I, w- I want to bring up some news that we didn't actually put on there because i I, I got to find the link to it. And I'll put the link on our Google Plus community. But it was really exciting for me just yesterday. They came out with the news. Are, are you familiar with Dark Google? Have you heard of Dark Google? No, I don't know that name anyway. Okay, so Dark Google is the the name that they've been giving to um, the fact that mobile devices, um, both iOS and Android operating systems, both of them, um, when you search on those devices using the search platform, not not the search applications, but the search platform, um, it hides the referrer data, and, ref- and, and all the referrers from a mobile app from those operating systems are considered direct, and you don't get any data. So it looks like your search traffic, if people start using these mobile devices more often, it looks like your search traffic actually drops because it's being reclassified as re- referrer data instead, or direct instead of referral. And this has been a big problem for us. It's, you know, it's, it's a good chunk of percentage of our traffic is from mobile devices, um, and it's becoming more and more, and it's becoming more and more across everywhere. So be aware that I don't care what website you're on, more of your traffic is coming from mobile devices, and more of this is becoming what we call dark Google. You can't tell that it's coming from Google search because it's being classified as direct. Well, yesterday, um, Apple announced that OS 7.0, which is the one in beta right now, I believe, is going to fix this problem. So this is really, really good news. Mm. Um, until you realize that a lot of people are still going to be on earlier versions of the iOS, and it's not fixed in Android, which has a higher market share of OS's in mobile than Apple does. So it's a good step in the right direction to fix the dark Google problem, um, and I was really excited to hear it, but it's not a full fix yet. So we're really looking and hoping for Android, Google in particular, to fix this problem on the Android OS and um, one of the newer versions. But mm. so we're, we're in the right direction. Google
0: had better do it. I don't know. I, I really don't understand what they're doing about analytics. They just don't. They seem to care about it. They push it, and yet they do these things like the not provided and
2: all this garbage that are just ruining it. It's it's just uh, yeah. A mess. I mean, I, 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 the, the not provided thing is actually really starting to hurt because it's so many of the search when we're tracking client stuff over time. You know, and you're looking, trying to show them you're improving the results via traffic is just rankings, those traffic numbers are not accurate because of A, not provided if you're tracking via keyword, and B, because of this whole dark Google mess. So it's really hard to show people that the work you're doing from them is having a, you know, as positive results as it really is because we can't track it anymore because of Google's driving us nuts. Well, and there's two things. Local and self-referrals.
0: Those are my two biggest pet peeves on, on top of those. Local being that uh, we are really frustrated. We know we're doing a good job for our clients when it comes to doing building local presences online, but we can't prove it because there's so much lost. We don't know how much is actually coming from local. And Google hasn't broken that out well enough yet, in my opinion. It, it, it's oh, just yeah. stupid.
2: Um, and, and they won't. And yeah. it's, it's pretty much impossible for them to because of universal search elements and now because of the carousel. It's not just local that that's a problem. It's a problem if you're if you're trying to improve image search, it's a problem. If you're trying to improve video, it's a problem for us in news search results. because of those because of those um, universal search elements in the main search results pages. Refers are sent across that should be, say, a news referral because it's in the news universal search element. You've got a good ranking in news, should be considered a news referral. It's not because it's sitting on the organic search page and the referral data into analytics is standard organic search. You can't break it out as a news because it's in a universal search element. Same thing with what you're talking about as well. It drives me nuts. I don't actually
0: know the answer to this. Maybe let's think it through here quickly. I know we're over time, but this is good stuff. Is it really against their interest to try and make this? You'd think it would be good for them to, to break this out and do something so it would happen, like tag them somehow, do something, because yeah. they can do it. They've got crazy long URLs on all that stuff anyway.
2: They, they could, um, but they can't. In fact, we know uh, they have but the but data. They, <laughs> the, only way, the only way they do it is not because of something they put in the URL, they'd have to tag each individual link. Because when someone clicks on that, whether they click on a, a news item, a local item, or a standard organic search, on that one page, it's the exact same referral because it's that URL that that, that, that page is on. So there's no way to break it out unless they tag the individual links. We can no, do no. it with we can do, do it that, with ads they do because tag them. they 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 tag them in some cases, and and it's for their own use. It's not for our use. <laughs> well, I know, sure. but the fact is though, like if you look in
0: well, I know that's just it. I mean, they do know. That's why they're doing testing Universal Search. They know what people are clicking on. That's how they know. They do use this, and they can easily do that all the time. It's not like we need a, a direct link from Google on these things. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, if you ever hover over it, you'll see the actual code of the link, and it's way different than what's there, obviously. And they could easily break this stuff out. I don't understand why they don't. You'd think it, may, it would make Google Analytics Platform better. It made people more interested in staying with Google on a regular basis. So I'm going to see they already own us right now, but that won't always be the case, I don't think. Um, mm-hmm. It just—I don't understand what is their motivation, especially when they're pitching Google Analytics like it's going out of style. It's insane how much they're pitching it right now. I mean, they're even contacting. Did you get the email um, asking you to en- enable uh, insights from their own staff?
2: Yeah. So, so here, here's—I just did Obama, and of course, there's a news element. And if you look at the news section in in the homepage, okay. So the URL of the page is Google search and all the different parameters after with Obama. If you look at the page itself, you've got organic, you've got um, knowledge knowledge the knowledge based stuff. You've got a news block, um, or of, of a universal search and related searches. So so for our conversation here, an organic search versus a news block search. The news block search, the link, goes directly to the New York Times. It is not tagged by anything with Google. It just has the link. Actually, it doesn't. Link. It doesn't.
0: Try clicking and holding down your mouse and look at the code at the bottom of your screen.
2: Oh on. I'm doing it right now. I'm actually copying the link address and pasting it in a notepad. So. That
0: doesn't work. Uh, uh, Copy link. Oh. Let's see if it does work. I don't think it does, though. Uh.
1: Yeah, it does. Oh, it does it work. It does work. Yes. Yeah, so you can yep, see all the right. tagging.
0: They have all the stuff tagged. there's no they have all the info
2: page one it, yeah, so they should give it to us, but they don't so, <laughs> <if> I, <laughs> yes. yeah, I agree I mean if they could do it, that would be wonderful, but for some reason they decided it's not information they want to give to us. I've talked to I've talked to people with amateur, I've talked to all the all the major you know analytics platforms except Google won't talk about it um, and there's no way to pull it out at this time. So, yeah, When well, we originally started talking about. Best. Yeah. yeah. And we originally started talking about local, um, and it's the same issue. When you have stuff integrated into the, the main organic search results, it's at this time pretty much impossible to separate it out from a traffic source. You know, versus local versus news versus organic versus images, that kind of thing. Yeah, drives that's... me nuts.
0: Now, what about self referrals? Are you facing that as well?
2: Um,
0: and you're talking just to define, so we're on the
2: same page to find self referral.
0: Okay, uh, and I should do this for everyone listening. Poor, poor people are going, what the hell are these guys talking about? Uh, <laughs> I hope that wasn't too much. I, th- I think we're in SEO 301 about this time <laughs> yeah, right now. We're, getting a little, <laughs> little out of our, we're having too much fun here. Um, so self-referrals are freaking annoying. Within Google Analytics, there are instances, doesn't happen all the time, where you'll see one of your top refers to your website is your own website. Yeah. And it is infuriating. My teeth just grounded. I don't sure you could hear it. I, I just can't, I can't believe how stupid it is. And I've had absolute top of their game analysts. I paid over $300 an hour for my client to, because we tried everything to fix this and they can't. It's unbelievable how stupid it is.
1: How it happens
0: is tactical. I don't remember exactly how, but it's very common, apparently. Um, In fact, most reservation sites or sites that send reservations to an off-site reservation provider will have a ton of self-referrals because they send the reservation to the, or send a person to reserve at another site. Then the person comes back through, and it's because of the tagging is counted as a self-referral. And we tried changing the tagging. We tried everything, but it doesn't seem to fix it. And uh,
2: it's just, ugh. anyway. Yeah, I, I've, I haven't dealt with it personally, but that would drive me nuts, too. <laughs> yeah. So all, all of a sudden, so, all but, the data... But in your reporting, is... can't you filter that out in your reporting, though? Y-
0: yes, but then it becomes dramatically different. I mean, we're talking like, uh, it's definitely incorrect, because uh, when we do remove it, we're moving, I forget the details here, but we're removing another aspect of important data. I just can't remember exactly what it was. Um, right. Uh, uh, gar. anyway <laughs> that's how I feel about it, and I just i, I just, I'm dumbfounded, and it's the, it's the fact is there's not enough people making enough noise and also not people enough people knowing and realizing that this is actually false data they're going by in Google analytics and uh, uh, anyway
2: yeah it, it's 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 amazing how much we rely on the data that we get from these providers that is inaccurate. I took an advanced analytics class a number of years ago, and one of the first things they told us was about Google Analytics. One of the first things they told us was that like 80%, 80% of all Google Analytics installations are done wrong. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's crazy to think that we're, we're spending so much time and energy making so many important decisions based on this data that may or may not be correct. Which is actually why I'm excited to see
0: how Moz does, they're about to launch their own analytics platform. So, I'm, like you said, you yeah, talked about. it. Interesting. I, I got
2: a, I got a preview of it. It looked really nice, but just just to be clear, the Moz data does use some of their Moz, Moz information from like open source and stuff like that. But the, it also has to. It's an overlay of Google Analytics. You have to have a Google Analytics account to oh. use the Moz. So it's great, and it's a lot of good good information pulled out of it, but it's relying on, heavily on Google Analytics.
0: Ah, poo. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough, then uh, there goes my excitement that's i that's sorry i didn't mean I didn't mean to ruin your weekend <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's getting that bad. I'm working so much. well, you know what we've gone way over time, and I hope people our listeners have gotten something out of today and uh We've certainly had fun. Uh, that doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you got a lot of it. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> that said, if, if you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please go to our Google Plus community page. I'm not even going to pitch our Facebook page because, frankly, you've got to get on Google Plus. We're going to push you there. It's the place to be, it's the place to be in the future and now. So go to Google Plus, type in SEO 101, and look at the communities section. You'll see our site, our, our community, nice and quickly.
2: So real quick real quick, before you go on, I want to mention, we told them we would do this. Our 1,000th user was a week or so ago, and we said we mentioned them on the, the air. It, it was Jennifer Austin, was our 1,000th member of the Google Plus community, and this was not planned by any way whatsoever, but it just happens she's my sister. For some reason, she <laughs> happened to join and made it to our 1,000th member, but we said we were on the air, and now I can harass her about it. Awesome. <laughs> hey, Jennifer. Thank you for joining uh, up.
0: Yes, yeah, so and now we're now we're up to we're we're going to go for the two thousand mark now.
2: Woo-hoo. That's right. We're going to have a party when we hit five thousand. We're going to invite everybody. We'll have it at one of the conventions.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you <we> go. <laughs> and sponsored by Webmaster Radio. Exactly.
2: <laughs> so I didn't mean to interrupt your close. Sorry, Ross. I, I forgot that. Oh, no. Right did. Thank you. There.
0: So uh, go to the Google Plus community. Post your questions. So as you can tell, we're we're getting to them and we're loving it. So thank you very much. And uh, remember that our show up airs every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And that's on webmasterradio.fm. Thank you for joining us, everyone.
2: And I wasn't going to do a practical impersonation, but I won't. So thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>